Hello, 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 Sanbonani. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another awesome episode of the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lelo B, and I am yet again super proud of what you are about to listen to this week on the podcast. In one of my previous newsletters, I spoke about how these COVID times are great for secluded holidays. And this week's episode is an amazing follow up to that conversation. I am joined by Tanya and Anna. They are former flight attendants who have decided that they are now done with that hotel life and are now all about finding hidden gems in the quiet corners of South Africa and sharing them with the world and oh how beautifully they do that (laughs) so together they call themselves Kevin Seekers and this is what they shared with me I hope you will enjoy Hello, Anna and Tanya. Welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having us. I am so happy. I don't know how I ended up on your page, but I'm so glad I did. It is amazing. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, we're glad you found us too. And we're so glad we found your page. You were tra- flight attendants traveling internationally. And that is actually part of what inspired you to start your cabin seekers uh, page as well as your travels so do you mind just sharing a bit about that experience and how that came about you starting cabin seekers um so yeah we both used to fly for a while uh, we won't mention names of airlines okay. that'll be so we won't mention names but um yeah so we flew for a lot and it, it's a as much as it's an amazing, amazing job, um, it, it comes with, you know, its own faults. It's very tiring. You get a lot of jet lag, obviously, traveling different time zones, short layovers in, in different countries, and then coming back, only having like one or two days off, and then, um, and obviously dealing with lots of people all the time. Um, we just got, whenever we had like a chance or a break, we would want to go somewhere that was completely completely away from other human beings not because we hate humans or anything it was just that like we needed it just wanted and that's how basically it it started was just trying to find really beautiful recharge you know Mm, mm. I I'm I'm actually glad you mentioned the part about it's not that you hate people because at one point I was like do they actually like people or do they not like people (laughs) just reading no 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 not when you when you fly you obviously deal with like a lot of people and you deal with a lot of interesting um so no it's not that we don't like people i i like we both love people i'm a chatterbox like i love chatting to people and meeting new people all the time it's just like flying you needed to just reboot yourself basically and just get because you were surrounded by people constantly you know and being in customer service yeah it was just a way for us to escape and i saw that your page only started in june 2020 but when did you actually start you know your seeking of cabins do you want to do that um okay well i'll so so we were thinking about actually and we were um it, it started before like so yeah we only started june 2020 um but the the idea actually so 
to flourishing during our stay at Copia Eco Cabins, which is um, first cabins we ever stayed in, and it's the first picture we ever posted um, on our on our page. Idea just came. We were just lying in that amazing hot tub. If if no one has ever been there, you can anyone's bucket list of somewhere to go. Anyway, so we were sitting in the in the hot tub, and you know we two cabins before that but that one was just like one of our best and um we were constantly getting like we were we we're posting it on our own profiles obviously on our own personal page constantly getting um inbox messages from lots of friends and other followers who were asking us you guys find all these amazing places to stay like um tell us more about the place realize there was obviously a need for people really wanted to know more about like um a page where they could go to to reference yeah. like cool places that we go to in the hot tub having some wine you know and um just the the idea just had to just start a page um where we go and we we feature different cabins i think it's a brilliant brilliant idea i had never seen anybody do that so i think it's something super unique and trust me people are I'm going to love, love, love what you guys do with that page. If I may ask then, what to you makes the perfect cabin? Okay, the number one thing that we always look for is privacy. That's the most important thing. Somewhere that's quiet and isolated, that's not really close to anyone else. Mm. Um, And the second most important thing um, are the interior. Mm, mm, it has to be, it has to like, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of cabins, especially around the Gauteng region. Um, there's a lot of really nice cabins in Michalisburg, but it's always such a letdown because you'll see like a really beautiful picture of cool cabin. Um, but then when you start scrolling and you see those ugly interiors, like, I mean, I don't mean to be like, <laughs> you know, try to act like we fancy, but sure, some people just don't realize the potential they have with these amazing cabins. And then they just put like, I don't know where they find this furniture, like from the seventies or something. And it's just like, there's no thought or love put into it. It's just like, they've just thrown in whatever the, whatever convenient furniture they could find. And then like, like the ugliest curtains and, and, you know, like you don't want to stay in a space that just doesn't feel like there's any thought put into it. So yeah, we, We've been disappointed a few times where we found like such cool, such cool cabins that look cool from the outside, and then on the inside they're just like a bit of a letdown, you know. That is so so true. I mean, because even even if like you know the outside is not so great, but if they put you know that much thought into the interior and just making it comfortable and cute, and comfortable and cute does not mean expensive furniture, right? Because some of the cabins that you guys stay at, it's not like it's like super expensive stuff, but it's really really just nice pieces, and they've taken the effort to you know to kind of style the places uh, just so they 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 look cool cool for us, I guess. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It could be, it can totally go the other way around. Like you just said, like it could look really bad on the outside, but like, as long as there's some thought uh, put into the interior on the inside, just to make it feel comfortable. Like, I mean, um, I'm sure most of your listeners, um, they, every, you know, you've got a certain, it's not even about a standard. It's like, you, you don't want to go stay somewhere where, where it's not as pretty or, not prettier than where you currently stay. You know what I mean? You don't want to go somewhere like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with camping or, or roughing it a bit, but if, if you're going to go stay somewhere and no thoughts and love is put in, and it's exactly that it doesn't have to be expensive. A lot of the places we stay to are really, really affo- um, affordable. 
you are so right. I always say that I don't want to sleep in a place that's not nicer than my place. It must be nicer than my place. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm <laughs> home. <laughs> Exactly. You might as well just stay at home. Like, what's the point of paying to go somewhere that's like so so ugly on the inside and no thought given? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the good, the, well, a surprise that I've discovered, you know, now that I've been checking out the kind of places that you guys um, stay at, they actually not expensive. You know how we always talk about, you know, uh, travel and accommodation in South Africa is, is expensive. I'm finding that these kind of places are actually a bit more affordable than your usual hotels and stuff. I'm sure that's helpful with your planning as well and budgeting. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really helps a lot. And, and, and we obviously try to, there will be one or two places that we will go stay at that will, will maybe be at a higher price point, but obviously we want to make uh, a page where we have cabins that are accessible to most people. Um, and people always ask like, how do you, you know, how do you sustain a travel lifestyle or like travel so much, but you know, it's, it's about prioritizing what's really important. And, and, um, yeah, for, for us, we kind of try to base our life on like a very minimal lifestyle. So we don't have a lot of material things. We'd much rather collect memories than things, you know. So, um, and and yeah, so we, we it's definitely a lot cheaper than hotels. And we're very, obviously, um, we've stayed in a lot of hotels. And we were lucky enough to stay in really nice hotels during our, our flight attendant days. Um, but yeah, I mean, hotels are not as accessible for everyone they are really pricey and also they just don't have that i don't know there's something that lacks for, for maybe because we've we've stayed in so many hotels and we've seen the behind the scenes of like how hotels operate yeah. but um they they kind of lack some warmth whereas these kind of like really cool self-catering places have more of like a personal homey comfortable com comfortable feel absolutely I don't know if this is unfair to ask you, uh, to ask what your favorite has been so far of all the places that you guys have stayed at. But um, I guess uh, another way to ask the question is, what would be your top five that you think every cabin lover should definitely explore? Okay, so we thought about this question <laughs> and we already mentioned the first one, um, which is Copia Eco Cabins. Yeah. And then... Uh, I would have to say Eco Karoo Lodge in the Karoo. Mm -hmm. And then, which was oh it? Oh my God. That place is beautiful. <laughs> that Eco but you're going to talk about it in a bit, right? Okay, so I'm going to keep quiet. Let me do your thing. In third place, we have the Zenkaya at Rosemary Hill. And then uh, the Kumbais. It's um, a, a working Wagyu beef farm just outside of Oudswering. Um, also very nice. And then in last place. Well, it's not really in any particular order, I would uh, say. They're yeah. like very close. Like we can't close. really, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, the last, it's, it's not one that we've been to yet, um, but we were hoping to go there. But like we can just tell from like, you know, I don't think it's one of those cases where, um, the photos don't do it justice. So on our, like, we can't wait to go check it out is a, a place in the Cape called uh, Fazenda in the Swellendam region. Swellendam looks like it's got really nice places overall. It really has. And it's 
and it just came out of nowhere because my dad used to stay in that area and there used to be nothing, just farms. And the last couple of years, it has really just developed and so many cabins and accommodation has popped up there, hiking trails and horse riding, so many things to do. And it's so beautiful. So we definitely can't wait to go there. When you guys travel... Do you at all um, want to do any activities? Oh, it's really just about, you know, being isolated and, you know, chilling, doing your own cooking and just resting. Um, it's really, like, it's a, that's a really good question because we were, we were actually discussing this the other day that, like, um, when we first started this journey, it was when we were sort of, like, already, we were still flying um, then. So, we were always, like, really jet-lagged and tired and fatigued. And we we would just go to cabins to recharge. Um, so, then we would, like, literally want to do nothing. So, it would be as, like, the more isolated and the less there was to do, the better. Because I've kind of got, like, FOMO. So, if I go somewhere, like, I can't really sit still if there's a lot to do. Because I want to, like, go see this, go see that. So, um yeah but but now that we don't fly unfortunately thanks covid um yeah so it's it's a whole different ball game because now we we are arrested we are recharged we don't deal with people on the daily so um when we go to places now a little bit of activity is not a bad thing so um but still kind of more as long as it's in nature you know if it's a it's a nice hike or a mountain mountain bike trail or like the Segway tour at uh, Rosemary Hill was a lot of fun. Um, I think I, I saw you did that as well. Yes, it was lovely. <laughs> yeah, so so like if, if there's like little activities like that, but yeah, we try to not, you know, go crazy. It all, it all depends on each trip and how we feel and, and what there is. But yeah, we tend to sort of try to keep a balance of chill and enjoy the space because, I mean, you paid for the space after all. Um, you don't want to be out and about busy um, exploring when it's about experiencing the space that you're in. Yeah. So another question that I have to, I have to ask this. So because you guys always travel together, so solo travel is never a thing for you guys then. Um, I did do it once when I was still flying. I went on a surf uh, camp in Bali uh, for New Year's. This was about three years ago. And I did everything by myself and met a bunch of people there. But I guess it's a certain kind of person who prefers solo traveling. Um, I, I did my 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 trip and I I won't do it again. I'm very happy to have Anna with me all the time. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Absolutely not for everyone. I kind of think it's one of those things that you have to try once and know whether it's for you or not. So you've tried it. You're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think with with also with the flying, like I mean, we did as much as you have other, other crew on your, on your flights, a lot of the times everyone kind of just did their own things or, you know, people didn't want to go out or they wanted to rest. So you ended up like traveling a lot overseas, even though it was short bursts at, at a time, you would, you know, you'd go overseas for a layover and you'd spend a few, like, like a day or two um, exploring that city on your own. So I guess that like a little bit of solo traveling with, with that regards, but um, we're definitely not a fan of like group group traveling and like tours like don't don't give us like a planned tour excursion with you know like tourist trap kind of vibe no 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 
Yeah, no, I totally feel you. And I think same, you know, group travel is the same as um, solo travel. It's one of those things that are not <laughs> So give me a couple of places that you guys visit then where sometimes there's no connectivity, completely isolated. What are your mass pack items for your trips? We always pack some board games <laughs> and then um, before we leave, we usually download a couple of episodes of series on our iPad to watch. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Not really much. And then yeah, like I think um, yes. board games, board games are like a winner for us. We love playing board games. Mm-hmm. So like Scrabble, mm-hmm. 30 seconds, well, not 30 seconds really, but Rummy like Cup. Rummy Cup and chess. We've got chess <laughs> and yeah, we got like, we take like a whole bunch of board games with obviously I, I'm trying, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to try to read more. So definitely a good book mm-hmm. um, we'll have to start doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, otherwise um, we're both really kind of, that's the beauty of nature is that, you know, it doesn't really expect much of you. You can just go there and chill and just be. Um, yeah. And then food wise, do you buy things when you get there or do you take stuff with you? Anything that you don't leave home without? Okay. Yeah. Like I think, I think I would definitely be a coffee, like, like proper, you know, filter coffee because I don't like, I don't want to do instant coffee. I mean, each to their own, but I'm not a fan of, of filter or, I mean, instant coffee. So for us, it would definitely be, we always take our plunger with our filter coffee with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's pretty much, it's, it depends on where we're going. Sometimes if like, yo, when we went to Eco Peru Lodge, that place, if you ever go there, you need to be like mega prepared because there's nothing for at least half an hour. Um, yeah, so, and, and what the, the one shop that is within like half an hour away is like really small and you can only get your basics. So you have to go there prepared. So you have to buy everything beforehand. Um, so what we often do is we create like a cool little menu for our trip. So we'll be like, okay, on this day, we're going to have this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for supper. And then we, we create like a cool menu. And then we just know then we don't buy too much or too little. That is actually so cool. Who comes up with crazy ideas for all these? Sh- okay, this is how we're going to do this. And who does the photography? Do you both do it? And how does that work? Because it's an important part of your page. Well, we usually um, use the Instagram page of the place we're going to. So we kind of have an idea of what kind of photos we want to take. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a good idea to make a list of the shots that you want. So when you get there or when it's golden hour, you can quickly do those shots and then carry on with whatever you were busy doing, chilling or whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think I think Anna takes the photos most of the time because she always wants me to be in them. <laughs> I don't know why. That's but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like I think I think it also comes down to we've just been like procrastinating with getting a, a proper tripod. Mm-hmm. So like one of us, we've tried the balancing act. Like you should see how creative we've gotten. Like <laughs> we could actually do a behind the scenes of how we've created like makeshift tripod 
like three different pieces of furniture and a mug, you know, like random stuff like that, um, just to get the shot. But yeah, we should just invest in a tripod, like period. Like, I don't know why we haven't yet, but um, yeah, definitely. I think it's a mix of both. Tanya sometimes comes up with like really good ideas and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Um, sometimes I'll be like, just stand there. Um, yeah, but uh, the fact that you're saying that, Lelo, honestly, your photos are on fire, just saying. Thank you so much. And you know, I mean, um, Tanya just mentioned golden hour. I never even think about talking, you know, this is when, or plan in advance, well, except if I want to steal your pose, like I stole your poses for Rosemary. I never plan in advance to say, this is uh, where I'm going to shoot. And I just go, but actually it's such a good idea. So finally, guys, we are talking about Eco Karoo Lodge. The Karoo, generally, not top of mind, you know, as a tra- well, at least to the people that I speak to or that I know, not top of mind as a travel destination. Um, tell us a bit about how you guys, I know it was someone's birthday. I don't know if it's Anya or, or Tanya's birthday. Yes, you went there on like a 10-day trip, just exploring the area. Um, please, what, what did you know about this place before you went there? Okay, so um, first of all, I wanted to plan a trip to somewhere I have never been since we couldn't do international travel because uh, we were going to go to Greece. But anyway, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just took a map and I looked at our country and I thought, what is the most underrated place that I haven't been to? And then I started seeing all these small little towns that I've maybe heard of once or twice in my life randomly. Um, places like Hope Town, New Batista, Mikey Spontane. Like, I don't know if you've even heard of these places. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started to put an itinerary road trip together. Um, I wish we could have done two weeks because one week was way too short. But the whole trip was planned um, with Eco Crew Lodge being the main mm. place to go. Mm. And um, def- definitely it delivered and oh it just gave us so much like more than we could have asked for but saying that the the nothingness the absolute silence and the stars in the sky at night and you just hear like the insects and the crickets and it's so peaceful and beautiful there's not really words to describe it Mm-hmm. Um, but we were also lucky enough to be the only people there because there's three different kind of rooms, houses um, that you can um, stay at. And we were the only ones there. So I would recommend either going at a time where no one would really go, like in midweek, mm-hmm. um, or just booking all three of them and go with your friends, you know, so that there's no other people there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but really, really stunning. I can't even put it in words. But the other place that really shocked us, and I didn't even know about this place, she was like, oh, we can just, because we were in Grofrenet at that point, and she's like, no, we don't have to do a day trip to New Batista. Like, she didn't know anything about it. And I'm like, let's just go check it out, because it's known for a town where there's lots of art galleries and very, like, um, 
basically like poets and artists and that kind of town. Um, so we went there and was so wonderful. I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, it's basically like a one horse town. Literally, there was like <laughs> there was, a horse just riding through the town on just our own. a random. <laughs> horse walking through the town on the road like <laughs> it was so funny um but sure you can elaborate. yeah it was it was it was so pleasantly unexpected uh that that town like it was um dirt roads there's no tarred roads in this town but it, there, there's honestly we we just regret not having actually stayed a night or two in in New Bethesda. I don't know if it's Bethesda or Bethesda. Like some people say New Bethesda. Some people say New Bethesda. I'm not really sure the pronunciation. Like I said, I've never heard of it since. Never heard of it. Sure. <laughs> but it's, it's honestly, if you're in that area, you know, some, one of our followers actually asked us the other day saying that they're going to be um, in, in that area. Um, where should they go? And we, we, like we would always recommend that. And, and there's like really cool places to go stay there. Funny. These amazing little artist sort of cottages that you can rent on Airbnb. So if, if you are going there, check out Airbnb because a lot of the stuff is, you won't find it on Instagram. You know, it's very underground. I, I think I want to definitely do the Karoo. It's, it sounds amazing. So getting there, you, you, well, let's talk about getting to Eco Karoo Lodge. Was that your first stop? when you and you drove from Joe back to there or okay so no um yeah we don't like driving no. <laughs> too far why do they think you guys like driving <laughs> uh, so, so what we, did, we, we ended up we ended up renting uh well, we flew to um to Kimberley okay so we flew out to Kimberley and then um from there we hired a car and then we drove because to drive from Pretoria to get to anything Karui is going to take you at least like six hours, you know, before you start hitting anything quite interesting, I think. So we were like, now nah, we're just going to skip that step. <laughs> and we're just going to fly straight to Kimberley. Um, and then we hired a car and we basically just rode all the way down, stopped in a few places until we ended up in uh, returning the car and flying back from George. But initially when we planned the trip, we were, if we had more time, we would have loved to have gone all the way down to Cape Town um, and then fly back via Cape Town just because honestly, I don't know why, but flights are so much cheaper out of Cape Town than George. Like George is crazy expensive. I don't know why. True. <laughs> Yo, but you were asking how did we get to Ikukuru Lodge? And um, after our first night in Kimberley, we drove the next day to Hope Town, mm-hmm. and uh, then we stayed. It was on a like a farmhouse. Um, it was also on Airbnb. What was it called again? With a Vida Hastaplas, something very Afrikaans. <laughs> yeah, <place. yeah. laughs> um, so we stayed over there until the next day when we drove to Lakhov. It's the small town of Lakhov, and I've never heard of this place either. And then when you reach Lakhov, you go basically on a dirt road for half an hour, and then you reach Eco Career Lodge. There's nothing. It's so nice. <laughs> Is the is the connectivity there? So no connectivity. Do you have network? No, nah, I, I love my connectivity, guys. Um, at, the, at, the, <laughs> at the main, um, what can I call it? The swimming pool is, and there's a lounge. 
yeah. and a dining table, uh, the communal area basically. They have a Wi-Fi reception there. Okay. So that's where we used to go to do our post and then we would walk back to our room. Oh, okay. Well, at least as long as there's somewhere where you can go should you really need it because I don't know if I can be cut <laughs> off completely. Yo. No, 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 don't worry. Like this, yeah, there's at least yeah, and it's it was really like stable. I was quite surprised because I'm like, damn, we're like literally in the middle of nowhere. Like and the Wi-Fi was brilliant. So yeah, I mean you can it's it's stable enough to even to work from the main lodge area if you need to. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, awesome. So what type of traveler um would enjoy visiting the Karoo? Um, definitely not somebody who is a busybody and who likes cities. cities and who likes things and who, I mean, yeah, you've got to be one of those people who are okay with nothingness because I think that's the charm of the Karoo is like the drive. I, I've never been to a place, um, where, I mean, cause we, we planned our road trip so that, um, we wouldn't drive more than, I'd say two and a half, three hours, like was the max, like the limit. Cause I really don't like driving for long, but there was something really like so amazing. Like you would drive and usually when you drive places, you know, like you'll see like a farmhouse, you'll see people, you'll see like something, but you can drive for like kilometers on end and not see besides for the cars that you're passing, obviously on the road, which isn't also that many, but around you like you know you won't see a farmhouse you won't see a little shop you won't you won't see people walking like you know nothing for miles it's it's crazy um so definitely not someone who yeah who can't um who needs to be busy all the time like uh yeah that's definitely not going to cut it you need to be someone who enjoys putting on like the best playlist of your life and just driving and road tripping mm. And you better make sure that you've filled up your tank before you go. With no, no jokes, hey, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know if there's, is there any other place besides Eco Karoo Lodge that you would think is really cool around that, that area? Uh, but well, Eco Karoo Lodge, I think your trip was, um, you know, set around that as the main uh, destination. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember now because we drove a lot and we, we did stop at a lot of places. But how far was um, the base from there? It was like, anyway, I can't remember. But if you do go towards sort of Oatsuring side, mm. um, I can't remember the exact distance. Well, it's close to George, basically. Yeah, so oh. I guess, yeah, it would be easier to just fly to George and then drive in that way. But um, the Combase estate was really, really a beautiful place. The, the the owners of the property are really wonderful hosts. And yeah, it's it's quite a special place to go to as well. And also we stayed, we didn't really put it on, um, we put it in our stories on Instagram and in highlights, but we didn't really make a post about it because it's not really a cabin, but um, in Hrafrenet, the Drosty Hotel mm. is honestly such a gem. Like it's literally called the gem of the Karoo. Um Really, really an amazing little hotel uh, that they've just recently refurbished. So I definitely recommend people go check that out. But like we said, there was still so much that we wanted to sort of touch base with. I know Prince Albert is an ama amazing place that we still wanted to go check out. So, yeah, next time, hopefully, we'll cover a lot more.
Yeah, and I think you know, um, I was thinking about um the, the places that that you guys have have been to or that you are you travel to, and I'm thinking about how perfect they are for this point in time where we are worried about COVID and we are worried about, you know, interacting with a lot of people. So these are the, the, the destinations. Like if you have to travel and you want to mm. travel now and you're looking for where you don't interact with a lot of people, then these self-catering places that are isolated are actually best. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, when we were at Eco Karoo Lodge, literally the only other person you really see there, and he hasn't left. Like I felt so, I felt so sorry for him. Actually, he he'd been like stuck. Well, he, he works there, so he's just there all the time. Like the the the, the guy, the host basically, um, who hosts you and checks you in and everything. He's the only human being you will see and interact with at Eco Karoo Lodge the entire time. So, I mean, if you drive. From here, for instance, if you really someone who loves driving and you just go straight to Eco Karoo Lodge, you will literally deal. It, it, you would be so safe because he hasn't left. Um, I think, from what I understand, um, like people bring him supplies and stuff, and that's about it. You you mentioned uh, something in your earlier comment about I don't know. I think you're talking about Deacon Base when you said that the hosts were really super amazing, and I'm finding that. With these, I mean, thinking of Rosemary and thinking of Nehima and you are talking about, you know, Deacon Base as well. And how, why are they such nice people? And you know, <laughs> they feel, they make you feel like you are the most important person ever. And even the people that, you know, that have been to Rosemary after me, they also come back saying now they were so well taken care of, da, 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 da. I don't know. Is this something about the hosts or the owners of these type of properties that just says, welcome, you are welcome. Are you finding that is your experience as well? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, and that's why we were also like, uh, why we prefer these kind of places to hotels. I mean, nothing, I mean, um, there's amazing hotels with amazing hospitality, but it, you know, I think um, a lot of places lose that personal touch. Um, whereas these places, it's, it's this person's, it's this person's life. It's this, like, you know, it's their living. It's how they make a living. It's their passion project. So they started it. Obviously, they started it because they enjoyed hosting people. So you can definitely sense it and you can feel it. And um, I think now more than ever, it's so important to support, like, the local places. And that's also why we started our page was, you know, um, we know that, like, places like this have taken a massive knock with yeah. COVID and the restrictions and that hectic lockdown we were in um so we just want to go try to inspire if we can just inspire one or two people to just go and travel more of these small local places and support them um yeah just to to help these places because like you say they're so they're so happy to host you and they're so happy to have you there Mm, absolutely and I think you re you guys are really doing amazing amazing work I mean you've inspired me definitely to go check out a lot of the places that that you are featuring on your page I know I want to go to Deacon Base I want to go to Eco Karu Lodge and I'm gonna check others as well that you posted that I definitely will go to because I because I think um I mean we we have some responsibility also to support you know the tourism industry um and because we we don't wanna we wanna go to places where we feel safe where we we know we don't we're not interacting with a whole bunch of people so thank you ladies I I really admire your work I love 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 what you do 
love hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> so one last question then. Um, I don't know. Is there, there isn't anything that you wanted to mention about the Karoo that you didn't write before I move on to my last question? Mm. No. I think our only regret was not, not staying over in New Batista and it just being a day trip. I would mm. much rather stay there for one night. Okay, so when I go back, I must go stay there to make up for you yeah. guys missing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that for you. <laughs> okay, so now, um, I mean, there's this new strain of COVID that everybody's talking about and we don't really know much about it. What is your take on international travel? Because you also have cabins overseas that you, I'm sure, have put on your bucket list. Um, what's your take on, on, on going on traveling internationally at this point in time? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good question. And also a really tough one. Cause like, um, but you know what, what it comes down to is zero FOMO. Like we have no FOMO because <laughs> you can't go anywhere now and you don't want to go anywhere now. You need to be a responsible traveler. So as much as, I mean, I've got a European passport, so if I wanted to go overseas, I, it would be pretty um, okay and easy for me, I think, um, to, to to leave. But yeah. I don't want to do that because I, I try to be like responsible. You don't know if if you could be asymptomatic. Um, so yeah, and and also when it, like we've got so many beautiful places in this country, um, there's no need to really go overseas. So to be honest, we don't really have. Um, much FOMO um, and especially I think the Karoo trip really changed our perspective on traveling locally because we came back from that trip and we were just like blown away at how magical South Africa actually is um, and how different it is I mean you go to Mpumalanga and it's the most lush green environment then you drive through the Karoo and there's just nothingness and openness and um, so yeah we just there's really no need to go overseas. I don't think um, we're going to be allowed to travel overseas anytime soon anyway. So there's no need for FOMO. There's no need to stress about missing out because just as much as we're in lockdown, yeah, everywhere else, like I've got friends who are overseas, family who's overseas, and they're all just in, in, in hard lockdown, even harder than South Africa right now. So there's, no, there's not even like, um, a chance to go overseas and enjoy yourself because you're just going to fly, waste your money flying overseas, getting there, and then you're going to be stuck in the lockdown anyway. That is so true. Sure. Well, thank you so, so much. Hopefully, once this whole thing is over, I will get to meet you guys one day or travel somewhere. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Maybe a joint trip somewhere. You know, I promise not to bring my whole crew, I will just bring one more person. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want uh, organized group tours with like you know those those tourist people that have like the camera and like the little sort of like shorts and the socks up there you know with the flag like, follow us <laughs> awesome no 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 thank you so so much ladies i really really enjoyed this conversation and yeah i keep sharing we are loving loving the content <laughs> Thanks, Lilo. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it and we love your work as well. Thank you.
Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.